The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast, Lessons in Success. I'm here today with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer, and today we will talk about growth and growth with all its risks. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna. Good to see you. Um, I want to remind everybody that we're really focused on you, the small business owner, and your colleagues in the office. Uh, we want to give you some tools and some thoughts to help you be even better than you are. And we picked this topic today, growth, um, because a lot of the companies, they want growth. Not all, company, not all companies would like growth, but majority of the company, they would like to grow. And we all, we all kind of plan, in a sense, to grow, but that's where the plan stops. We don't plan how to manage that growth. Very important, managing the growth. How do you think you can successfully manage your growth, your company growth, Michael? I, I think you have to, to look at how growth is going to change what you're kind of comfortable doing. It's going to change, frankly, everything if it moves along, and, and especially if it becomes intense. It changes everything. Your time, what you're focused on, your resources, uh, they're going to change because demands are going to come at you from other places as the company grows. There are stresses growth creates, and you have to pick and choose which of those stresses you focus on first. That means you got to think about it ahead of time. Otherwise, you make a mistake. Usually, a lot of the businesses who are growing, they forget that they need additional staff members. They're scared to add uh, staff because they think that once they add staff for them, they think as an expense. Mm -hmm. They don't think as efficiency. They don't think that they have to put together um, a proper infrastructure to make sure that you build the company for growth. In fact, to add to what you're saying, I think as an owner, you need to be saying, if growth really hits me, what kind of skill or expertise do I want to hire? I don't need to hire somebody like me. I don't need to hire somebody who knows the things I know. But what would I hire in the way of an expertise if growth occurs? That ought to be on a piece of paper long before the intensity overwhelms you. And now you're going to grab the next person in the door and say, oh, I want to hire you. I need you in my office. That's, that's a bad way to do it. Uh, but that, that question of re restructuring too, uh, how do you keep everybody engaged on it? How do you, I mean, if, if people are under stress and really feel, feeling that push of keeping up with demand, how do you keep them engaged? They're going well, home tired. We, we've talked about, um, engaging is extremely important, especially for small business owners, because you don't have a lot of staff. And even if one or like half percent of your employment um, or your staff members are not engaged that hits your bottom line faster than if you are in large corporation because in the large corporation you have more people can pick up the slack small corporations 
you don't. So you have to make sure that you communicate. You have to make sure that you listen to them. You listen to their concerns because sometimes the frontline people will know what is wrong and how to make things better. Yep. And, and you have to have empathy for the stress they're feeling. <clears throat> I have a client right now who, who's really got that going on. Rapid growth. Everybody's really feeling the push. So they've done a couple of things. They've taken them out to dinner on a surprise. No, nobody knew it was coming. They handed out a bonus check to everybody or they give a gift and they don't set it up ahead of time. So you're not trying to be repetitive. If you hit this point, we'll do this for you. No, it's a surprise because then it has the power of saying, oh, you noticed, you noticed how stressed we are. I, now I'm engaged again because you care and you're, you're looking around and seeing these things. What else comes with? And the, the other thing is like people forget that when you're growing, you need additional funding. Yes. You don't think about when you talk about growth, it, it, now your loan, it's not into 100,000, let's say. It has to be multiplying because for every, it, growth is like a staircase. You have to have expense and then you expand and, um, and go on, go like that. The other thing what you consider is, you may consider is like uh, the services you're banks provide because sometimes when you're a smaller bank community bank will be suitable for your needs but as you grow you'll need different funding you'll need different uh services so you may have to look into moving your banks somewhere where they will be more in line with your growth too i think that's an excellent point i want to build on it because not only do you have to look at your bank and can they support your growth but you need to look at other functions. Let's say, can your accountant manage your firm if it's going to double in size? Are they the right person? Do you need to find somebody else who can do that? Do you have an HR function that can handle the, the addition of people? I worked with a client early in my career. They had gone from five to $10 million. They were still hiring one-on-one. -on -one. They didn't have an HR function. They had no onboarding process and they were losing 125% of their new hires who weren't being allowed to be a part of the team. And there's a lot of things I could talk about there, but their infrastructure wasn't growing at the rate that their company was growing. And that infrastructure growth is really important. What other ways can we think of between us about infrastructure? Is HR, is accounting, if, if finance? Salesperson, mm -hmm. because we had, in fact, yesterday um, at our um, monthly huddle, we had one company who is again, um, growing extremely fast. And the owner said, the best thing I ever did was hire a salesperson with expertise and experience in the field, you know, they want to sell. So, I mean, they're experts. They have been doing this for a long time to a large organization. And now, they, before that, the owner was doing the sales. But bringing this new person right now, their, their growth is double, triple digits because this is expert the salesperson is an expert in that particular field and if you think of and i'm talking to you the listeners if you think about being that small business owner up to this point you've probably been doing everything or an awful lot of everything you have been marketing you have been sales you have been uh motive the motivator etc some of that now has to be given away if you want to keep growing and that's what you're really saying on it you got to find the people who can take the roles you've always had and you've got to let them go so that you can continue to grow the business. That's what we mean by infrastructure. All those pieces that allow you to grow externally, 
infrastructures, the internal pieces. What are you going to need when that growth comes? That ought to be part of your plan. Where, where do I go first and what do I add in order to support as a foundation that external growth that we all want to have? And who do you delegate that to? Exactly. I mean, if, if you want to grow, probably you have to find experts in that particular field. Yep. Because you're expert in your field, in the field you build your company in, but not, you're not expert in HR. I mean, you, you know enough to be dangerous for a small company. <laughs> but think about if you, if you add a um, certain amount of staff members, you need to have manuals. You need to have procedures. You need someone to supervise all these things. You have to be compliant all the time. And someone needs to monitor this on a daily basis where you have to look more uh, strategically with all the function. You have to be like um, a chess player and you have to make sure that all the pieces fit together and for the winning game. <laughs> That's yeah, it. There we go. <laughs> But think of the, the idea that if you're going to grow the business 10% or even 15% in terms of, of gross sales or income or however you want to measure it, you need a 10 to 15% growth internally. What would that be? Where, where, where is that growth going to happen? Where are the stress points that you're not ready for that 15% external growth? That's what we're talking about this morning. It has risks. Don't let them hurt you. But we just wanted to make sure that for those of our listeners, when they heard our recommendations, what are the risks of the growth, and they decided we're not going to grow, that is okay. You don't have to grow to be successful. You have to be happy. You have to put some efficiencies uh, in place. And again, you don't have to grow. This is not mandatory for all the businesses. We're just giving some tips to companies who really are determined to grow, they want to grow, and we just want to make sure that they are aware of some of the risks they have to take on the way. And, and, and let's broaden, I love what you just did about growth. Uh, you don't have to do it. Now I want to broaden the meaning of growth as well. Growth can be external sales. It could be just getting better at what you do. You're growing as a business. You're doing a better job of serving your customers. You're growing internally in terms of cross training. You're, there's all kinds of ways to grow internally as well as externally and you'll gain so keep that keep thinking broadly too i'd like to thank everyone for joining us today i'm of course anna steinfest and i'm joined today by my co-host dr michael troyer keep watching for us at lessons in success this podcast was brought to you by the green bay packers mentor protege program and the digital department of northeast wisconsin technical college